Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. And welcome to another edition of Biblical Keys of Life, where the word of God is our foundation for living. My name is Pastor Joseph Bell Smith, my co-host. My name is Antonio Smith. All right, we're going to get ready to get into today's message. Uh, today's message is the meaning of Lazarus and the rich man. In the Bible, it talks about two men, Lazarus uh, and the rich man. And, I, and the reason why I got into this, uh, Tony, uh, uh, because I heard a sermon not too long ago, and many sermons are the same. It always... Uh, leads up to uh, somebody going to a place called hell or a mm-hmm. place of torment and suffering forever and mm-hmm. forever and forever. And I think that need to be cleared up. Okay. I think that need to be cleared up according to the Word of God. Now here at Biblical Keys of Life, we study God's Word and we do a lot of extensive study. We look up words and everything like that to make sure that we're accurate in what we say. You know, the Bible says you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free. So we're going to get into Lazarus and the rich man. Now, Tony, how have you always understood it, uh, uh, the concept of Lazarus and the rich man? Well, um, if you read it um, as uh, actual um, uh, two people that's actually going through something, you can you can misunderstood it misunderstand it and understand it just like uh as what has been said but if you look at it as what it is it's a parable and then you get the true meaning for what they're trying to say in the parable now i you know in the beginning i read it and 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 to me it seemed like they're talking about uh they going to hell and this and that you know and 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 you know i had to study and try to you know get the true meaning of what it's saying but if you, you know, read it on a physical standpoint, you would get a misunderstanding of what what it what it really means. Amen. That's true. That's so true. And, and and many times I've heard this. Many preachers preaching not to condemn anybody or put anybody down, but many people are preaching about lavishing the rich man, and most of them say the same thing. They talk about uh, a man that had plenty of money, and he uh, in his lifetime he was. He was insensitive and then we talk about a poor man outside his gate. We're going to read it and everything and uh, uh, design the crumb that fall from the table. And the rich man was so evil, he wouldn't even, you know, even, even uh, 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 try to help him. You know, he seek the dogs on him, in fact. And then, but they both died. And after they died, uh, something took place in both of their lives. Now, remember that this is a parable. Many times Jesus spoke in parables, and parable is a natural ex- example so you can understand something spiritual. Now, Tony, um, uh, the disciple even asked Jesus one time, why do you speak in parables? Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, well, it's given to you to understand, but they don't understand. Oh, what Jesus saying, you understand because you're with me. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but the people that I'm preaching to, they don't understand this right. because this I have to use a natural thing mm-hmm. to so they get to understand. Like sow the seed, for instance. Mm-hmm. You know, he talks about uh, sowing of the seed. He talks about a man that, that uh, went away and, and and some got talents and mm-hmm. it's so many different uh, um, parables that he used. So this is a parable about lavishing the rich man. And to get ready to it, let's go ahead and start reading. It's to uh, 
chapter and verse 20. Let's let's read about Lazarus and the rich man. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and start with uh, Luke uh, chapter 16. And I'm going to read verse 19 to 31. <clears throat> it says, uh, uh, There was a certain rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and affair sumptuously every day. But there was a certain beggar named Lazarus, full of sores, who was laid at his gate, designed to, desiring to be uh, fed with the crumbs uh, which fell on the um, rich man's table. Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. So uh, it was that the beggar died and was carried by the a angels Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And being in the torments in Hades, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off and Lazarus in his bosom. Let's talk just for a minute, okay? Let, let's let's kind of clear up a, a couple of things now. Now, according to most sermons that I've heard and most belief is that the rich man went to a place called Hades or all another translation would be hell. Mm -hmm. But see, let's find out what the meaning of Hades or hell is in the first place. Let's find out what the meaning of it is. And Tony, uh, explain what the meaning of the word Hades or hell. Okay. <clears throat> Hades in the Greek Old Testament is translated of the Hebrew Sheol, the dwelling place of the dead. In other words, so the word Sheol in, in Hebrew means the grave, that's what it means. It means the ground, the grave. You know, if you read your Bible, that's what it means. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you think about a person going somewhere, and we have done extensive studies on this, mm -hmm. if you read what happens to a person when they die, from the Bible perspective, not from people's perspective. Mm -hmm. I've been to a lot of funerals. They call them home-going service and things like that. And they're preaching people into heaven, mm -hmm. for instance. You know, they're preaching people into heaven. Mm -hmm. The Bible don't say that. The Bible says you don't go to heaven immediately after you die. The Bible yeah. don't say The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes, mm -hmm. it said when a man dies, his body goes back to the dust from which it came, mm -hmm. and his spirit mm -hmm. goes back to God that gave it. Now, here's the confusion. Here's the confusion. And the argument probably would be, you know, well, you know, that's what happened to the body, but the, but the soul. Mm-hmm. Gone. Uh, let me tell you something. When God created man, he formed him from the dust of the earth and he breathed the breath of life and man became a living soul. Listen at the terminology. The man became a living soul. Mm -hmm. It is said that God blew breath in him and blew a soul into him. Mm -hmm. So people get the, the, the misunderstanding between a soul and a spirit. Man became a living soul. That means his existence, his spirit, and his body became a living soul. Mm -hmm. And so, and, and that's why the confusion come in. And you have to really study the word of God to understand what, what the word of God is actually saying. So now you got two people that, that, that's not, they're dead, according to this parable. Remember, it's a parable. They're not two actual people. It has a meaning. We're going to explain it as we go. Now, one of them, with the rich man, he ended up in a place called Hades. Or, or, or hell. Now the the uh, uh, beggar ended up where Tony ended up where? Read it, read it uh, uh, again, and let's see what what why Lazarus ended up at the beggar. Um, and uh, being tormented in Hades, lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham in a far off and Lazarus in his bosom. And that right there, now they said Lazarus, which was the beggar end up in Abraham's bosoms. He saw Abraham from afar off. How is that possible? Mm -hmm. Now, if you look at it from a natural perspective, what is a bosom? Most people translate a bosom as a woman's breast. Mm -hmm. You know? And then Abraham was a man, so he didn't have a woman's breast. So in order for uh, um, Lazarus to end up in Abraham's bosom, it has to have a spiritual meaning. Now, the word bosom, when you think of a baby, for instance, a newborn baby being born, and the first thing the mother would do would take and hold that baby to her breast. Why? Because for love and for comfort. So we're going to look at the word bosom 
and see actually what the word bosom mean, then we can understand where Lazarus actually was. You know, man wouldn't be considered having a bosom. He considered having a chest. Mm -hmm. Even if you consider man being a bosom, how can another man get in another man's chest? Right. It's impossible. Right. You know, so go ahead. Let's look at the word bosom, what that means. <clears throat> okay, there's two meanings of bosom. If you look at the noun version of bosom, it says a woman's chest. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's ample, her ample bosom. But if you look at it on an adjective standpoint, it says of a friend, close or intimate. So basically, being intimate with one another, being close with one mm -hmm. another, is actually the other meaning of what bosom means. Now, when you think about that, why Abraham was mentioned here? Because Abraham was counted to be the father of righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's why. So when the, the poor man died, he ended up in righteousness. That's what that means. It wasn't no actual man's bosom. When the rich man died, he ended up in Hades. He ended up in a place of the dead. Now, now uh, 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 everybody that dies goes to show or the grave. Everybody that dies go there. The Bible tells you that. I just quoted, you know, a man uh, die, his body go to the dirt from which he came and spirit go back to God that gave it. But the rich man end up in torment. We're going to explain that to you later on down the line. That's the difference. He end up in torment. He was suffering. Uh, we're going to explain uh, what that's all about. So we could do some more reading. Go ahead, Tony. Um, actually, I want to mention something. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> in the early century, um, if you read about uh, the, the old church, um, when Constantine, uh, actually, uh, Constantine was uh, uh, one of the first emperors in, the, um, uh, uh, in the, the Roman Empire. He was mm -hmm. one of the, in the early century, I think it was like uh, 300 or something like that, uh, BC, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, he saw... And I talk about this in one of the videos. He saw a cross in the sky. He thought it was a sign from God. And then what he did, he, you know, he tried to get religious. And back in the day, those people, they, they didn't believe in, in God. They was all in Greek mythology mm -hmm. and, and all of that stuff. And, and what ended up happening, um, him being the emperor, he had to, uh, uh, lead his people into a direction. So what he ended up doing, he ended up making a compromise. Mm -hmm. And the right. compromise that he made, he introduced uh, Christianity. And this is the early form of Christianity. He introduced that uh, to his people with Greek mythology. And then when you get into, when they talk about Hades and, and show in the Greek ology uh, mm -hmm. uh, aspect of it, they talk about... Uh, uh, the underworld and stuff like that. So when people hear this, they misunderstand what it really, <laughs> really what the Bible says. Good point. They they go and talk about oh it means the underworld and and you know when you know when the Bible talks about there's a gulf which we're going to read uh, uh, later on. Um, they talk about some kind of other thing, uh, uh, like there's a, a resting place from one place to the other, mm -hmm. you know. So I just want to mention that because a lot of people, instead of reading and, and understanding from what the Bible really says, they put in their Greek mytho mythology in there, and, they, and that's how they get mixed up on, on the true understanding of what this Word of God is saying. And, you know, you just opened my uh, uh, eyes up to something I hadn't thought about until you started mentioning it. They were writers back in that day, like... like uh, 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 Plato mm -hmm. and I what the other one named Dante. Dante, that's him. And Dante wrote something called a divine comedy. Mm -hmm. I don't know why they called it a comedy because it wouldn't be funny. And his definition of dying was when you die, that men would go to a place of torment mm -hmm. while there's a pit holes of fire mm -hmm. and they were planted upside down. Mm -hmm. And then people took that <laughs> took that as being the truth when it was actually a play. Right. You know, and, and like you said, you know, uh uh, uh, Satan has a way of infiltrating the truth in the first place. He'll mm -hmm. try to put his brand in there. And, and Jesus warned that the many shall come in and false prophets are going to come and try to lead you the wrong way. And that's what has happened. And so 
leading up to this, Tony, that's a good point. That's really why people misunderstand mm -hmm. the uh, uh, about why you go when you die. Mm -hmm. And then you got people that, you know, they, they say when a good person die, a Christian, they go immediately to heaven. Right. You know, everything like that. But we're going to, we're going to uh, 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 kind of clear all that kind of stuff up. So we're going to continue to read. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Okay. Um, let's go to... Um, well, actually, this, uh, I'm going to explain what buzzle means because that last part, yeah, yeah, uh, it yeah. says uh, on, on verse 23 that I was continuing to read in Luke six, chapter 16, verse 23. It says, And being tormented in Hades, and he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham afar off. And Lazarus in his bosom. Mm -hmm. Now, bosom uh, in idiom form, it says if you are in the bosom of a uh, group of people, especially your family, you are with them and protected and loved by them. So, in a sense of bosom, is it pretty much saying um, that you're being protected and loved by them. Right, and that's why that's why the Lazarus was. He was in the bosom of Abraham, being protected by. Well, considered to be the father of righteousness, that simply means that 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 uh, the the uh, uh, beggar had et uh, uh, obtained eternal life. Mm -hmm. That's that's like what that means. That's what we all want to do. We want to uh, be able to have eternal life because Jesus died that we may have life. So uh, that's what that means. Okay, let's move move along. Unless you got something else you want to put in. Okay. Um. I'm going to continue with verse 24. It says, And then he cried and said, Father, Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus that he may dip uh, the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. Um, verse 25, it says, But Abraham said, Son, remember that you are in, a, uh, in your lifetime, you receive your good things, and likewise a Lazarus evil things, but now he has comfort, uh, he has comforted, and you are tormented. Um, and because of all this between us, you are the, uh, you there is a great uh, gulf fix so that those who want to pass from here to you cannot, and nor can those uh, from their pass to us. Let's hold it a minute. Okay, now let's look at the, the torment part. Now, we saying that, okay, when a person goes uh, to the grave, they don't go immediately anywhere, right? right. But there's a time that's going to come along when everybody's going to be resurrected. Mm -hmm. See, that's the key. Now, the Bible let us know, we don't have time for all the scriptures, but the Bible let us know that when Christ returns, the dead in Christ shall rise first. Mm -hmm. But then there's going to be a thousand-year millennium reign, mm -hmm. and Satan's going to be shot up, and then he's going to be released for a short season after a thousand years. Then there's going to be a great white throne judgment mm -hmm. and everything like that. And see, the thing about it, will anybody suffer in in, in, a, in a fire? Yes, they will. Mm -hmm. Be burnt up, and we're gonna find that out in another scripture. They're not gonna be somewhere burning forever, forever in the eternal, you know, everlasting fire like people preach to you. Mm -hmm. it, it, there's no such thing, it's not in the word of God. We're gonna clean it up in, in, in just a little while, just uh, go along with us. So, remember, lives in the rich man is a parable, it wasn't just talking about two actual natural men. They were talking about the difference between the righteous and the wicked. That's the whole thing. The rich man represented the wicked folks that refused to obtain righteousness through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. But yet in their lifetime, they had everything the way they wanted. You know, it's more than one way to be rich in this, this uh, instance. You know, when you think of rich, you think of somebody that's got plenty of money. But you know, some people are rich in their ideals. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they're rich in their ideals and, and, and they the ideals and the thing that they love the most, the thing they worship the most, just like a, a rich person, you know, I'm not saying everybody rich worship money. You know, the Bible don't say nothing about money being evil. The Bible said the love of it is what makes it evil. There's nothing wrong with it. In, in the Old Testament stuff, Abraham and people like that, God gave them great riches. Mm -hmm. And Abraham was a righteous man. So it wasn't the money that was the problem. It wasn't the possession. It's how they perceive it, mm -hmm. what they did with it. Abraham obeyed God. That's why he was called the father of righteousness, because he obeyed God and everything God told him to do. 
-hmm. He didn't let none of his riches not come before God, which reminds me of another uh, parable where uh, Jesus said a uh, young uh, in the in the one of the gospel writers said that there was a young man that came to him and wanted to know how could he uh, enter into his kingdom, and you know, and Jesus said, "Hey, sell all you got and give it to the poor." He couldn't do it. He walked away sadly because his money meant more to him than following Christ. We can have some things in our life that mean more to us as people than obeying the direction of Christ. Mm -hmm. And that qualifies in a spiritual sense to be the rich man. You know, you got people that don't have a whole lot of money. People in the world can be selfish, won't do nothing to help nobody, and stuff like that. Just as, as the rich man was so selfish in this parable, but he wouldn't even let Lazarus have the crumbs that fall from his table. Some people have that attitude right today. The same type of attitude. So remember, this is a parable. Now, there's going to come a time when people are going to be thrown into a fire and be burnt. And we're going to explain that as time goes along. Okay, Tony. Okay, um, I'm going to continue on with uh, verse 27. It says, And then he said, I beg you, therefore, Father, that you would send him to my father's house. For I have, or I have five brothers uh, that he may testify to them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Uh, Abraham said to them, They have Moses and the prophets. Let him hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but... If one goes to them from the dead, they will repent. But he said to them, If they do not hear Moses and the prophet, neither will they be persuaded through one who rise from the dead. Now watch this. Okay, now, now understand what he's saying. Now, now remember, the, the rich man is, is saying, you know, uh, go to my brothers. Don't you know when a person end up in that place, when they realize that they are lost and they refuse, today is the day that you should harden not your heart. When Jesus died, he opened up the way for us to have eternal life. Many people turn that down, and many people will turn it down. Mm -hmm. And then that time come, Tony, even those that don't believe there's a God now, mm -hmm. one day they're going to look at it. Mm -hmm. They're going to look at it face to face with every uh, uh, Nisha, Bow, every tongue is going to confess unto Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. whether you believe in them or not. And they're going to realize that they lost. Mm -hmm. You know, they're going to realize that they lost. And they're going to say, oh my God, you know, I, I don't want my loved one to come to this same place right now, right? Mm -hmm. So, so Lazarus represents someone that's saying, okay, I don't miss my chance. You know, I don't miss my chance. Be merciful to my loved ones or to my kin or whatever, however they, they want to put it. But guess what? Here's the thing. Notice that it said Abraham was the one that spoke up and said, if, 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 you know, if they didn't hear Moses and the prophets and everything, you know, they didn't hear nobody from, come from the dead. Mm -hmm. Is that true? Sure. Didn't Jesus rise from the dead? Mm -hmm. How many people want to believe it? We got a world there that, that, that hate Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, you can talk about everything and everything except that you said too much about Jesus Christ, then it's taboo. Mm -hmm. It becomes a problem. Mm -hmm. It become, You become committing hate crimes. That's how wicked the world will got. This is the rich man we talking about. Mm -hmm. This is the rich man, not no one single man. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the wicked folks mm -hmm. that's rich in their ideas. Some of them rich in their money. Some of them rich in the way they want things to go. Mm -hmm. They are the rich man. This parable is talking about them. They're the one that, that, that look and saw the, the poor man in Abraham's bosom. So when did they go realize that, hey, look, I could have had eternal life. Mm -hmm. I turned it down. Mm-hmm. So now I'm begging, send Lazarus to dip his finger so he can cool off my tongue. But it's too late. Why? Because the Bible said there's a gulf between them. Mm -hmm. See, what we're looking for is to obtain eternal life. Mm -hmm. Here's the truth of the matter. We're natural. If we obey God and his commandments, one day we'll go from natural to spiritual. Mm -hmm. You can read all about that in 1 Corinthians 15 chapter. You can read it real good. Paul explained that. But once you become spiritual, you cannot go back from spiritual 
to natural. Right. See, that's what he was saying. That's a God. Even if Lazarus would love his heart, wish he could come and help you, he can't do it. Because he's spiritual now. He can't go back natural and help you. Right, right. You see what I'm saying? He can't, can't do it. Go back natural and help. So that's what it's all about. So the meaning of Lazarus in a rich man is a parable. And we need to understand. And we're going to uh, uh, further go on and explain some things to you as we go. Go ahead, Tony. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read uh, Psalms, uh, chapter 16, verse 10. It says, uh, For you will not leave my soul in hell or shore, um, nor uh, will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. Now, stop there. Now, the reason why that scripture was picked out, because, listen, remember, we're back to hell now. Mm -hmm. We're back to Hades. We're back to Shoal now. Mm -hmm. David said, you will not leave my soul Meaning his body, not mm -hmm. not his spirit, because mm -hmm. spirit go back to God. Mm -hmm. Mean him, because one day David's gonna rise again. Mm -hmm. He said he saw far off, way back in the Old Testament. He knew there was a promise. David knew that he would not stay dead. He said, "You will not leave my soul in the grave." What it means mm -hmm. in the grave, right? Mm -hmm. So if 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 David died and went straight to heaven, or went to a place of torment. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't he still be there? You would think so. You would still be there, you know. But David said, I, I, I look for, and guess what? And he and not suffer. Read that last, last verse. That no will. Uh, no will you allow your Holy One to see corruption. Now, see, who was the David talking about? David knew that Christ was coming. Mm -hmm. He's a Holy One. Did Christ see corruption? No, he was raised after three days. Right. <laughs> he right. was raised after three days. He came back from the dead. The Bible says he the first fruit of them that sleep. Mm -hmm. Here we go again. Sleep. Mm -hmm. Meaning dead. Right. Sure. The grave. David saw this. David knew that one day he gonna rise again. So that killed that old thing about, you know, soon somebody die, you can be preaching them all up into heaven and and you know this you know it's something, it's not funny, but you notice something that people will do. People will take for the family reasons or whatever and cry to preach. Everybody in the heaven at a funeral, and they can know a person that died didn't have a good life. Right. But nobody cried preaching nobody in hell, though, do they? No. No, because the family probably get upset and run them out of church. <laughs> you know, they ain't going to do that. You know what I mean? So, so uh, uh, you know, we, we, we about the truth here from the Word of God. We're not about no whole lot of religious fanatic and mess. That's been the problem. One of the problems, the reason why people are so deceived and stuff and don't understand today, because all this religious propaganda. Mm -hmm. You know, remember Satan got his folks out here preaching too. And he and he come to kill, steal, and to destroy. And Satan will use the word of God to trip you up if he can. A good example is when Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights. What does Satan do, Tony? He tried to use the word. It is written. Mm -hmm. and, he do, and Satan will do the same thing, though. So we have to be careful. That's why the Bible said, study to show your self-approval. Mm -hmm. Make sure you study the word of God. All right, uh, go ahead, Tony. Well, I'm going to say something. Mm -hmm. I was watching this video the other day, and it was talking about, um, I was thinking about on the lines of the rich man and the poor man. Mm -hmm. It was talking about these, these mega preachers. Um, there were, I ain't going to mention no names, but you know, these mega preachers gotten, um, it was saying some of them had these houses that was, uh, uh, $400,000, houses and jets and things like that. And here's the crazy thing. When they preach that, you know, they call themselves pre preaching to the public, they eat that up. Yeah. They eat that up because that type of preaching don't require no responsibility. It don't require you living right. It don't require you living right because what they do, you know, they have that mentality. I can do anything and and I'll, that I want to do. And then on, on top of that, oh, I'm still holy. Yeah, I'm going to heaven in hand. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, yeah, I'm going to heaven. That, that's a phrase I've heard all my life. I'm going to heaven in hand. You can't go to no heaven Oh, God can't no one know anyhow. You got to be right to get there. Mm -hmm. I want to be right to shall see God, mm -hmm. you know, in that particular. You, you're exactly right. And, and, and it's so much deception out here. Mm -hmm. And I would look at one that comes on TV every day, and I make sure I turn away from that channel. They don't preach about nothing but money. 
Hmm. All about money. God gonna bless you. Uh, God don't show me that they don't prophesy that they're just getting people money so they can live larger. That's another example of the rich man. Mm -hmm. You hear me? That's another example of that rich man. Mm -hmm. You know, take it from the poor. They'll take from people on uh, a senior citizen on, 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 on fixed incomes and stuff mm -hmm. can barely make it. Oh, you sow a seed over here and this and that and the other while they living ravishly. But guess what? If they don't change their ways, mm -hmm. huh, they're going to be in the same place as that rich man in this parable. Mm -hmm. Same place. Going to be too late then, though. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead, Tony. And the word of God said you can't worship God and mammon. Uh-oh. And mammon is translated as money. That's right. Meaning money is, is your God, your ruler. You can't do that. You can't be both. You got to serve one or the other. And what did James say? James said the love of it is the root of all evil. It is. You know, and nothing, nothing wrong with the money, but when you love that money mm -hmm. and willing to do things, you brought a good point that some people do anything. Some people in religion or use religion just rip people off mm -hmm. and won't do nothing to help nobody. Rip the people off. Ain't that the rich man? That's the rich, rich man. man. You know, some of them won't do nothing. They'll fly around in jets and, and, and build mansions for themselves and everything. Won't cry to help feed the poor and do nothing. That's a good example, Tony, mm -hmm. about Lazarus and the rich man. Mm -hmm. Amen. All right, go ahead, son. I got another one for you. Uh-huh. You remember in the Bible when it was talking about uh, uh, the man, uh, let me get this right, the man uh, that was out there on the street and he was suffering. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, uh, then the, this so-called church man left him there. Uh, he was a Levite. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he left him there. But uh, the Samaritan is the one that went over there and helped him out. And he was supposed to be a dog. Uh, yeah. Was, you know? Yeah. The, oh, well, see, that's that, that what religion and people ideas do. Good point. Now, he was a Levite, and a Levite was supposed to have been a real godly man. Mm -hmm. He was supposed to be, back in the day, the Levites were the, were, were the ones that, that prayed for the people and stuff, mm -hmm. and, and stuff back in the, in the Old Testament. This guy walked right on by him. Mm -hmm. And guess what? He was supposed to have been his brother. Mm -hmm. Same nationality. Mm -hmm. But here come this Samaritan mm -hmm. that, that people looked at as being a nobody. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I said it, because uh, it's another uh, scripture where Jesus was at the well, and this Samaritan woman came to the well and, 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 uh, uh, and asked for a drink of water, mm -hmm. right? And, and then uh, 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 Jesus made a statement that understand that Jesus didn't call her a dog because she, he thought that she was less than nothing. Mm -hmm. He was just quoting what the people thought of her. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, it's not right to give the bread, the children bread unto the dog, mm -hmm. right? Other words, the, the, the eternal life and stuff like that, you know, met for the Jews during that time. Those people, they turned it down. Mm -hmm. The Bible said that Jesus came into his own, his own receives him not, mm -hmm. you know. And here the Samaritan woman, he said, I'll give you a, 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 a living water. In mm -hmm. other words, I'll give you eternal life. Well, see, that's, the Samaritan during that time, in the eye of those rich men, mm -hmm. religious folks, the mm -hmm. rich man, here we go again, mm -hmm. example of the rich man, those religious scribes and Pharisees, they were the kind that Jesus said this, you put heavy burdens on people, won't even take one finger to lift it off. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's a good point there. So that's a good point. So the, the Samaritan came along and did what a godly person would do. So you would uh, count him as being Lazarus. Mm -hmm. See, that's in between mm -hmm. yeah. and the poor man. See so what I'm so all man. of this tied together. It does. All it does. Together so what we're saying, this is a spiritual meaning. When Elijah and the rich man in the Bible is spiritual, it's a parable, people. Mm -hmm. Get it through your head. It's a parable. It's not talking about no individual human beings. It's mm -hmm. a parable. All right, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go to Malachi. Chapter 4. Okay, stop before you go to Malachi. You got me fired up. <laughs> okay. Right now, we're going to get back to to about this burning in hell forever and forever for wicked folks. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to say this. God is so merciful until even those people that turn him down, if you really look at it for what it is, he will ultimately destroyed them but even then Tony when you look at it it's an act of mercy mm -hmm. 
He said, how in the world they can be an act of mercy and they, and they turn Christ down? Can you imagine a person that lived wickedly? And it, let's say a person that's got terminal cancer mm -hmm. and they suffering and suffering and suffering and God would allow them just to continue to suffer. Mm. Don't you know sin breaks about suffering? Mm -hmm. So even when he burned them up, he's being merciful. Mm -hmm. The only thing is they won't have eternal life because they turned down the free gift. See, eternal life is a free gift. Mm -hmm. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, to who shall believe in him shall not perish, but have an everlasting life. So mm -hmm. when you turn Christ down, you turn that eternal life, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get what? The second death. Mm -hmm. And we ain't got time to go on to all of that. But Malachi going to clean up something about this, this thing about human beings, even though that don't accept Christ. Now there gonna be some folks that are gonna be through or some I wouldn't say just folks, but we're gonna read that too. That's all gonna be burning burning or tormented. It said necessarily burning, it said tormented mm -hmm. day and night forever. But let let's hear what Malachi said about the average sinner who don't accept Christ. Let's see what Malachi said. Go ahead, Tony. Okay, Malachi uh, chapter four verse one to three. One to three it says uh uh Behold, for behold, the day is coming, burning like an oven. Now stop just for a minute. I keep interrupting. Now, you're talking about burning a fire. The day will come when God's going to burn up everything that exists now. Mm -hmm. He's going to burn up this total earth. Mm -hmm. Now, okay. Now, see, if, if he's going to burn up the total earth, what's going to happen to the righteous person? At that time, the righteous person would have already obtain eternal life, mm -hmm. a spiritual body. Mm -hmm. A spiritual body can't burn up. No. See what I'm saying? So the righteous person, they won't have to worry about it. it it's the rich man folks that have to worry about being burnt. Mm -hmm. Then we talk about torment. Mm -hmm. It's the rich folks that have to worry about being burnt now. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead and read it. Okay, it says, burning like an oven, and all the proud, yes, all who are wicked will stubble. Mm -hmm. And the day which is coming shall be shall burn them up. That stop right there. Okay. What do it say? The wicked, the proud, it's going to burn them up. It is said nothing about they're going to be in no place of torment day and night forever and ever. I don't know why preachers get that. I guess I know why. Because they don't understand it. Mm -hmm. It don't say nothing about nobody being being uh, 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 burnt up or burning, you know, I mean, I would come along, they used to tell our uh, children these old wise tales, what wouldn't wise tales scare you to death. Boy, if you don't live right, you're going to hell, and hell will going to happen to you. You're going to be thrown into the fire, you're going to burn on one side, soon they're going to, devil going to take a pitchfork and turn you over, and you're going to burn on the other side, otherwise you're going to be, he's going to just, like a retentionary chicken. Mm -hmm. You're going to be burnt over and over again. That's what the Goliath used to tell us, mm -hmm. you know, over and over again, scare you to death. About, about about going to hell, right? Mm -hmm. We would know hell means the grave. So the wicked, the Bible explained, they're going to be burnt up. Finish Tony, reading Tony. Well, actually, I'm going to say something. Uh-huh, go ahead. I was talking to uh, a friend of mine um, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And we was talking about this similar subject to this. And he was talking about his, his grandfather. And he was talking about his father. And... His grandfather was a preacher, right? Mm -hmm. And his father never uh, believed in the church. He never believed in the church. And you would think he would because his father was a preacher, mm -hmm. right? And he said his father wasn't a, uh, he wasn't a believer because his grandfather, all he preached was hell and brimstone, mm -hmm. burning up forever and forever and ever. And then on top of that, he was he was sleeping with everybody. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and this whole mentality, uh, uh, people don't believe. Uh, 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 a lot of people don't believe because we're supposed to let our light shine. That's right. That's how that's how they know that we are of Christ. That's right. By letting our light shine. Now, the the father didn't believe the grandfather because how he was acting, and and I explained to him that a lot of uh, people turn away from the word from how people live their lives. That's right. And and the thing about that is, <clears throat> and this torment, like forever and ever, this what we're reading it is clearing that up because this don't say nothing about torment forever and ever. It says that uh, 
and the day is coming uh, shall burn them up. That's and I'm going to continue to read mm-hmm. um, on this. Uh, it says, says the Lord of hosts, he said that that will lead them neither root nor branch. And verse two, it says, but you, but to you who fear my name, the son of righteousness shall rise with the healing in his wings. And you shall go out and grow fat like uh, staff uh, fed cows. Mm-hmm. And you shall, verse 3, it says, you shall trample on <laughs> the wicked, for they have, they shall be ashes under the soles of their feet on the day that they do this, says the Lord of hosts. Now, okay, so that is, right right there, see, see uh, it, it, the Bible explains what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. The Bible explains what's going to happen. But now, Tony cleared it up real good. And the thing about it, and the sad thing about it, when people preach this hellfire and brimstone, they scare people. Mm-hmm. You know, it's another a, a double way of putting a fear tactic in you. Mm-hmm. So people begin to to not understand what God wants them to do. When you come to Christ, you have to grow daily. Mm-hmm. You have to grow in righteousness. Mm-hmm. You know, you put that hell and fire and brimstone, people so afraid of that until they lose their concentration mm-hmm. on what they're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You know, so if they make a little mistake, then I used to be like there another child. You make a little mistake, do something. Hold oh, on, I hope I don't die today. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, just constant fear mm-hmm. when there's no need for them. We should be concentrating on how to attain eternal life. And you take a high, uh, hell and brimstone preacher and preach that all the time. They don't take time and preach what you're supposed to do to attain eternal life. Mm-hmm. What says me getting in the pulpit all I'm preaching hell and fire and brimstone and not telling people how to attain eternal life? Right. You know, that's what we should be preaching. Of course, we should warn them not to be lost. Right. You know, you don't want to be lost. You will be thrown into the fire if you do, but you're going to be burned up. You're going to be ashes. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Bible says the righteous are going to, going to, going to tread on the ashes of the wicked. They shall be burnt up. That is right in the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to believe? The Word of God? You're going to believe uh, some hell and fire and brimstone preacher? You know? What you gonna believe? Now let's get down to unless you got something else to add. Let's get down to who actually gonna be tormented day and night. Let's get down. Somebody's gonna be tormented day and night. Mm-hmm. The Bible says so. That's why the confusion get up. People don't quite understand it. Yeah, somebody's gonna be tormented day and night. Yeah. We're gonna find out who that is. Yeah, they don't understand the word of God and what they do. They take pieces of the Bible and they run away with it. And, and the Bible says you're supposed to seek him and he will give you understanding. <laughs> and they don't get understanding because they don't ask for understanding. Study and rightly divide. And rightly divide the word. That's right. Okay. And uh, I'm going I'm to go to Revelation mm-hmm. uh, chapter 20. And I'm going to read verse uh, 7 through 10. It says, Now, when a thousand years have expired, Satan will be released from prison. And he will go out to deceive the nations which are the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog. Uh, to gather them together to battle, whose number is as the sand of the sea. Uh, they went up on the bread of uh, of the earth and surrounded the camp of the saints and the beloved city. And fire came down from God out mm-hmm. of heaven and devoured them. And the devil who deceived them... Now, listen at this very careful. Listen at this part. Very, very careful. Go ahead, Tony. In verse 10, it says, The devil... Who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beasts and the false prophets are and they will be tormented day and night and forever and ever there you go they're the ones that are going to be tormented day and night not not the regular human being they're going to be burnt up the one that be tormented day and night is, is the devil himself and, and uh 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 and, and, and the false prophets and the beasts. All these are spiritual. They're yeah, spiritual. Uh, you, you read my mind. That's great. great you, yeah, you read my mind because <laughs> the thing about it is, as we read earlier, um, the the when you are flesh, you're gonna be uh, uh, you're gonna be burnt up and mm-hmm. tread on the ashes because mm-hmm. you're flesh. But when you spiritual, you can't destroy spiritual. That's right? right. Right. So that's why they're gonna be tormented day and night and forever and forever. And, and many people don't understand the difference. They read that and they put everybody in the same pot. But it's not for everybody. It's for a certain group. Uh, uh, the, the the spiritual 
We got the corrupted and the incorrupted, right? We got right. mortal and immortal. That's right. right. And, and the immortal is the ones uh, that follow Satan, the false prophet. They the ones going to be tormented uh, forever and forever. Right. And see, it's the thing about it, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, the, the immortal, the, yeah, yeah, right. Now, the here, here's the thing about it, I kind of uh, threw myself off that man. And the thing about it, Remember, we're looking at spiritual. We're looking at spiritual. So, Satan gonna be tormented. The false prophecy that he uh, 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 project and the beast. Cause who is the beast? He is, is the beast. Now, why would he be tormented? Not burnt up. Because fire can't hurt Satan no more than fire hurts. But where the torment gonna come in is out of darkness, where from the presence of God. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine out of darkness, not just a plain darkness? Mm -hmm. It's got to be a terrible place, man. Mm -hmm. It's got to be a terrible place. And can you imagine how that's gonna impact Satan mm -hmm. when he wanted to rule the world in the first place? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how he's gonna feel? Mm -hmm. He wanted to rule the world in the first place. Now he's gonna be cast clean and out of darkness. He gonna have eternity to think about. If I hadn't rebelled in heaven, mm -hmm. I could have been in my original place. Can you think about it? Mm -hmm. He was a he was a powerful cherubim angel. Mm -hmm. You know, he gonna have to think about that throughout all eternity. Mm -hmm. He's the one that's gonna be tormented. Mm -hmm. No, it is saying that about burnt. Mm -mm. See, that's the thing. It is saying about he gonna be burnt. It said he gonna be tormented. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine? Have you ever been depressed? All of us have at some point, brother. Mm -hmm. Can you ever imagine being depressed, Tony? They have to be the ultimate depression. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. In the outer darkness. I mean, far from regular darkness. Mm -hmm. Those clean somewhere. And that all outer darkness got to be an awful, terrible place. Mm -hmm. No chance to come back, no chance to repent. No chance to do nothing. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that are going to be tormented day and night forever and forever. Mm -hmm. And why forever and forever? Because cause, cause Satan cannot burn up. Right, right. You know, if God could have burned him up, he would burn him up too. Right. But 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 I'm just saying that, you know. Mm -hmm. But but uh, 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 Satan cannot be burnt up because he's a spiritual being. Right, right. But he, you know, and you notice that after the thousand years, Mm -hmm. I mean, we talked about that earlier after the thousand years because when Christ come and reign on earth for a thousand years many people going to be able to accept the the gospel mm -hmm. you know without Satan being a problem because he can be shut up for a thousand years right. but when he be released for a short time after that mm -hmm. he's still going to deceive a lot of people mm -hmm. a lot of people still going to go otherwise old Flip Wilson a comedian years ago said the devil made me do it mm -hmm. during that thousand years you may put it on the devil but mm -hmm. when he come back from prison, mm -hmm. they gonna and how many gonna be? It's gonna be more than sand or sea. So that means they're gonna be billions of people. Mm -hmm. They're still gonna follow Satan. Mm -hmm. Then the ones that are gonna be burnt up, you're gonna trade on their ashes. Mm -hmm. But not but but they're not gonna be burning in no place called hell or Hades forever, forever. That's for Satan being tormented. Right. Okay. And the, and the people that's going to follow them, it's not going to be no excuses from none, them. None, none. Because none. what's what's going to happen during the millennium, um, Jesus Christ himself is going to lead in Jerusalem. And that's he's right. He's going to teach the world how to be righteous in the world without the influence of oh, Satan. Satan. Because right. Satan is going to be locked up for a thousand years. Right. And then those that don't know the word of God, therefore those before Jesus' uh, uh, resurrection, uh, they're going to be books. And books gonna be open. That means the knowledge of God is gonna be open for everybody. Right. And everybody's gonna come to an understanding. So there's not gonna be any excuse. You can't say, "Hey, the devil made me do it." That's right. And the thing about it too, uh, 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 the reason why see see how God and all His great uh, uh, wisdom, all His great mercy, the White Throne Judgment is designed for those that didn't get a chance in their lifetime mm -hmm. to hear the gospel. They didn't get a chance. Right. They're going to come back and, and get a chance. And the books you're talking about going to be the knowledge of God mm -hmm. open up to them. And they're going to have a period of time. The Bible don't say how long it's going to be a, be a period of time mm -hmm. where they're going to have to have to either accept 
or, or not accept. If you go on to read and say there was another book open too, right? Mm -hmm. With the book of life. Mm -hmm. And if they're not found in the book of life, mm -hmm. then they're going to be lost, right? right. And they're gonna, and then the judgment is going to take place. Mm -hmm. Judge means to evaluate. They're going to be judged, the Bible said, out of those books. Mm -hmm. Meaning that is God going to, okay, have you accepted me? Or you willing to accept me? Or have you? Now, they're going to be judged. Mm -hmm. and, they, and if they turn it down then, mm -hmm. they're not going to be in the book of life, meaning eternal life. Right. That's what it means. So right. uh, it, it's amazing. That's why we study God's word and everything. And I tell you, don't just take our word for anything. Just make sure you study the word of God for yourself. Make sure you study it for yourself and, and so you can write the divide description. Well, I pray that this has been, it's been kind of lengthy, but but it's it's been worthwhile because that's an understanding need be need to be understood by by all. You know, mm -hmm. God is not that terrible, awful God that people be, portray him. Yeah, portray him to be. He mm -hmm. going the one that he suffered, loved enough to 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 go on the cross and die for. Mm -hmm. As his son gonna turn around and take these same people because they they are, are rejecting him mm -hmm. and caused them to suffer. Forever, forever, forever. God ain't that kind of kind of God. Right. Now, if you get burned up, that's your choice. Right. That's your choice. But God ain't that kind of God to do that. He, he, he ain't that kind of God, you know. So, uh, there we have it. The meaning of Lazarus and the rich man. Amen. We pray that you have got a, a understanding. And like we always say, just don't take our word for it either. Study the word for yourself. Check it, check it out. Study it for yourself in uh and see what and pray about understanding because mm -hmm. we're here to to uh, uh help you how to attain eternal life how to have a personal relationship with god we strive every day to have a personal relationship with our our lord and savior jesus christ because we know that he's our only hope he's our only hope this world can't give it to us he's our only hope so uh tony in the closing statements um, well, I just want to say, you know, it's a blessing to uh, to uh, 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 talk about the Word of God so people can understand. And we ask you to uh, search, search in your hearts, uh, seek, seek God, seek Christ mm -hmm. uh, for understanding and be sincere about what you're doing. And um, and just uh, uh, let the let the uh, Word of God flow in you like living water. And we ask you to just just you know, seek God and, and, and all that, that, that he asks you to do or tell you to do and love one another. That's it. And, and, and be blessed. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Until next time, I'm Pastor Joseph L. Smith. And my name is Antonio Smith. A biblical Keys of Life Ministry, where the Word of God is our foundation for living. God bless you.